0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Stages of Sound. Uh, let me do that again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we're keeping that in. Go, go. No. Boom, boom.
0: <laughs> uh, hey, folks. Welcome back to Stages of Sound, or welcome to Stages of Sound, if you've never been here before. Your one-stop shop for
1: video game music conversations. My shop. name is... We're not selling anything. Not yet, anyway. We're selling information. Oh, the... We're selling our takes, I guess, but it's all free. Aren't we great value people? Uh, t- i Oh, Jack, did I forget, did I forget to tell you? It's all... Um, it's all premium now, you have to pay $10. Oh, right, of course. <laughs> Otherwise, you're rate limited. You can only hear 160 words per uh, per yeah, day, you, right? you
0: can listen to the first, like, three minutes of the podcast where we don't actually talk about anything interesting. Okay. <laughs> Case in point. But, yeah, you're using up your mid time of you, right now as we're going. Exactly. For those of you who don't know what we talk about, we talk about video game music because we think it's cool. And this week, we're talking about
1: True. what game? What game are we talking about? We're talking about Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, specifically, uh, for the Nintendo Switch, released in 2023, right? It came out this year? Am I insane? Did it come out no, in 2022? No, it came out in 2022,
0: I think, right? Like, late
1: 2022. Oh, I have the Wikipedia article pulled up. It was, tw- yeah, late 2022. Uh, October. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, the composers for this game are credited as uh, Minako Adachi, Junichi Masuda, the legend, uh, Go Ichinose. Also, the legend, those are the two most recognizable names. They've and, worked on a lot of different Pokemon well, games. Well, one of the names uh, in here is also very uh, Hi- recognizable. <laughs> well, hang on, we're not there yet. We got Hiromitsu Maeba, uh, Teruo Taniguchi, Hitomi Sato, and uh, Tobi Fokusu.
0: <laughs> there are so many uh, people, yeah. that's a lot of composers.
1: That is a lot of composers, and, like, I've got a hunch as to why that might be. It might have something to do with the fact that the soundtrack is five plus hours long.
0: Yeah, I didn't listen to all of it before this episode. Not the whole thing.
1: Really? I mean, you've <laughs> played the game all the way I've through. I played right? the game. So I think have have it's more important to then. talk
0: about how it like interacts with the gameplay itself, and not just like the tracks standalone. But you know, yeah, it's, it's it, all important.
1: <laughs> it is all important. Uh, yeah, and I did listen to the whole soundtrack, but that's also because uh, to go get into. Our experiences with this game. Uh I personally have only played probably like two thirds of it, I if I had to guess. Really? I beat well, I didn't beat the champion. I got to the Elite Four. Isn't that how far you'd say we got? Mm-hmm. Uh Mackenzie and I did a a Soul Link Nuzlocke if you don't know what that is. It's uh a, a sort of Iron Man run where if one of your Pokemon dies, it's gone forever. Most people listening to this will know what a Nuzlocke is, but I'm sure. uh, we we got we stopped at the elite four because uh larry is about to kill us and it's been in that situation for like four months now so yeah it's still there my safe
0: if if i open it i'm standing in a corner (laughs) looking away from larry
1: yeah just just pretend he isn't there and he can't hurt you Um, uh so yeah i've i've heard a good bit of the soundtrack mm -hmm. but especially a bunch of the like really late game stuff i don't have a ton of context for it but uh yeah i'm
0: gonna talk about the late game stuff a little bit if you haven't i'm gonna get this out of the way now because it's not really an important part of the soundtrack do you know about the end credits (laughs) the end credits no that's one of the ones i didn't really pay attention to so we're not gonna play that in this episode because it's it's an ed sheeran song
1: Okay, I think I actually have heard about this. I, I, no, yeah, that, a bunch of streamers, There was I an think... Ed Sheeran song in the in the trailer as well, yeah, right? Yeah,
0: I think it's the same song. The, a bunch of streamers got, like, DMCA jump-scared. <laughs> the final
1: credits. <laughs> and they got copyright claimed? Well, the, I... like, it, what's so weird is that, like, Ed Sheeran is British, right? I, yeah. And, and, and the Generation 8, this is Generation 9, Generation 8 was set in, like, The Britain equivalent? Yeah. Why didn't they have an Ed Sheeran song for that? This is the Spanish
0: one. It's a bit different though, I feel like when I think of Ed Sheeran, I don't think of Britain. I think of Ed Sheeran. You know what I mean? Okay, well, what sort of music do you
1: think of when you think of Britain? Like Yeah, that's what I thought. The Beatles? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Within the past fifty years has there been anybody that came
0: out right. (laughs) Handle.
1: Right. So I'm I'm just saying. They could have gotten like a a Spanish type Uh, that actually leads decently into like one of the first topics I wanted to talk about, which is like uh, the use of Spanish instruments in the soundtrack, because this is set in the region of what is it, Paldea? Mm -hmm. And that is like uh, Spain themed. All the Pokemon generations and regions are themed around a place in the real world. Like the first four generations were different prefectures in Japan and uh, then New York, France, uh, Hawaii, Britain, and and now Spain. Now Spain. Uh, and, like, appropriately, they do also have a whole bunch of Spanish-styled music in the soundtrack. What do you think of that? They, do you don't, think it works? they don't
0: go too crazy with it, though. Like, I mean, definitely the instrumentation is good. It works for what it is. Like, you've got, like, the mariachi guitar. You've got trumpets here and there. Um, yeah, but
1: Pokemon has always had a lot of trumpets. Like, well, in every generation.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, there. Uh, but it's not, like, it's not overwhelmingly Spanish, either. It's not, like the whole soundtrack
1: is mariachi haha ha, that would be well i guess mariachi is mexican <laughs> I, I mean i'm gonna be honest i might love to hear that that would be incredible <laughs> just a full mariachi style pokemon soundtrack um, but they definitely I'm, don't go i'm, on that I'm happy
0: that they um they they stayed away from like the uh kind of stereotype like dun, 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 for almost yeah, the, the whole the, soundtrack except the for sound
1: we were talking about last time yeah, yeah.
0: except for in the champion theme <laughs>
1: oh they do uh, use can, it can that we one. actually skip ahead a bit and just talk about gila's theme like right now you want to open do with you that you mean gita gita gila did is gila a different person that also exists in that game i don't think so okay well it's gita you're, you're right excuse me do we want to <laughs> talk about gita's theme uh we can i don't have that
0: much to say about it other than that i like it but if you don't like it then that's I mean- an interesting conversation
1: I don't really like it mm. uh, <laughs> well that's probably a bit of an overstatement I think it's decent yeah. uh, but like this was one of the ones that I knew going in like that was specifically handed to toby Fox to work on mm. um, was it really yeah uh, I didn't know that. he was like the num the one person that worked on it uh, and like the way that that song works is it feels like it's broken down into chunks where you've yeah. got the intro, like, every champion theme has, like, just an intro part, uh, and then there's the generic champion section, uh, mm-hmm. followed by the Spanish section, followed by the future section, and those are, like, the three core parts of this entire soundtrack I found, is... Pokemon... Spain... Spain... <laughs> and the future, and, uh, every song can be broken into those three components, and some have more of them than others, and it feels uh, like, in the champion theme, Toby Fox was told, like, make a champion theme for Pokemon, but it has to involve elements of Spain and future. And then he did. I see. I thought...
0: I could have sworn I looked up, like... Because Toby Fox made a statement on... I'm,
1: I'm going to type for a minute, and that might be annoying, but... <laughs> if I'm wrong, uh, excuse me, but I was pretty sure about this. That the champion theme specifically was made by him. And, and I mean... That might just be me trying to confirm my bias of like, oh, he was just fed the ideas and worked with it. But, uh. I'm just. I'm just looking it up. I. Well,
0: I'm. I'm, I'm gonna cut the audio there because you can very clearly see the keystrokes. But anyway. Ah. Um, uh-huh. Uh. uh <laughs> what did he say? He specifically it? wrote uh, the Terror Raid battle, obviously, the Academy Ace tournament fight theme, and the Battle Zero Lab, which is against the. Oh. Uh, spoiler warning, I guess. Uh, against the, like, AI The AI? Again.
1: Oh, okay. My bad. I think I heard the... I, I'd heard that Toby Fox made the final boss theme. Uh, right. And I internalized that before I knew anything about the game as, oh, he made the champion theme, right? Right. The, yeah, the champion but is the, not
0: the final boss of that game. <laughs> it's, in
1: this game, the champion is not the final boss. Uh, so, I, I... Okay. That's If fine, that's though. not the case, then, like, my point, I feel like, still stands. <laughs> I just thought that... But one of the notes I had was that it felt like it was just someone working off instructions they were given. But That, that might still be the case. <laughs> it might still be the it case. Might have just it's just not Toby Fox Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and in that case, uh, I, I should apologize to Toby Fox because I think the AI theme is very, very good. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> if, if he did compose that one and not the champion theme, then like he all is forgiven, Toby so, Fox. You yeah. knocked this one out of the
0: park. From, from what I understand, he wrote the, uh, the AI battle theme, the Area Zero theme. Um, the, mm. the star tournament which is like the post-game like, tournament theme right. uh, and um, the terror raid and he also wrote the kind of melody that plays in the academy that is the one that gets like remixed in all the field themes Oh, and pe- so people take, take oh. the theme so actually what he wrote ended up being the theme that all the other composers like took and re-orchestrated into the field themes it's the da-dun,
1: da-dun, 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 right yeah
0: that, exactly that part? yeah which uh, is so okay. so so toby fox like you yes, can hear it you can hear the problem hear with the that, undertale in it
1: <laughs> if toby fox is the one that made that the problem <laughs> is every time i hear that all i think of is every kiss begins with k uh, do you know that jingle? <laughs> like, yeah. Every kiss begins with K. I, uh, it, well, it's, it's you, okay. almost
0: exactly that. So you've ruined my brain now, but.
1: <laughs> um, I, I, it's all I could think of the entire time I was listening to what, this. Well, and I'm like, they use it so many different times in so many different <laughs> ways, and it's just this jingle that I've heard for my no, entire life.
0: Uh, well, okay, maybe this will help, though. Um, I always hear the da 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 from a Delta rune in there it sounds very similar
1: <laughs> I don't know if that's better or worse it's well, pretty bad either way it's, it's more
0: clearly Toby Fox anyway
1: okay um, well to, to move on <laughs> um, and still keep it generally in this train of thought uh, we can move into like the area themes because the south uh, I, when I first heard the soundtrack I thought that that like didn't did was just like the southern provinces uh oh, no. motif right no, no, no. it's uh, no it's, it's in the whole game yeah. but it's really prominent in the southern province, which is the first one you go to yeah. so it makes sense they did introduce yeah, it yeah like more establishes heavily. the theme i i love that the area themes
0: are just kind of cuz they're you could um one argument or, or complaint could be like, "Oh, it's the same melody." That's annoying. It's not the same melody. It, like, it's um, it's all not in the area themes. I wouldn't say that. No, it it takes similar like like motivic material and alters it like pretty
1: drastically depending on where you are, which is pretty yeah. sick. Yeah, I I think I I like most of the area themes. I definitely like south, I, east, and West quite a lot. I have my east, favorite is. I have... hmm?
0: I have East written as, like, an honorable mention for my favorite track in the game. I think it's oh, fantastic.
1: Well, East, like, it's chilling out in, like, 11.4 for a while. Yeah. Like, quite a bit of that song. It, it It's kind of going crazy. The instrumentation, I, I really like East uh, in general. I'd say it's mixed more than the other songs because it's mm-hmm. also in... The, the one woods. Uh,
0: yeah, it's in the, it's in like the bamboo forest. It's also, ha- it has a yeah. mountain kind of remix as well.
1: Yes, I, that's probably my favorite version of it. It's uh like a little gritty, but it's also a little more sparse. And Ooh, I think that works really well the old they were going there. No, the the mountain, the mountain. version, the e- East Area 3, I think yeah. it is. Uh, yeah, that's my favorite one for sure. Of those, of, of the east of east Area. area what would you? Mm, hmm. No, specifically <laughs> the East Area. I'd say <laughs> okay. my favorite area theme is uh, the West Area like the the very and this one's leaning like heavily into the spanish sort of sound that's Uh, the one around like larry's gym like normal gym i think yep i think so yep uh in part i really like it because overall each one of these area themes has a walking and a riding variant like depending on if you're riding your pokemon or not and uh i don't know if you agree with this i find most of the riding themes to be downgrades compared to the walking themes personally Like uh, for example, I don't don't feel that way for
0: East for sure.
1: No, um, I I sort of feel that way for East. East is pretty generic, um, and the walking theme, but the walking theme is also pretty generic for East. It it also gets those extra two variations. The thing about the
0: riding theme is that it's just the walking theme with more instruments.
1: Well, right. For the most part, but sometimes that gets a little cluttered. I I feel like, like especially for something like South, when the South's walking theme is just like a solo piano it works really really well for it because that lets you break down the very strong core composition mm. um well it's different at night too right is it is it i'm i'm not sure on that i don't it's gotta I don't be think it
0: is i can't remember okay well Most i i can't i can't I can't, are, but... I can't say one way or the other um <laughs> i the, well this whole topic of the kind of changing between um walking and riding uh it kind of feeds into like a larger topic that I had written here, so we probably find to oh. jump into that if we want to. Sure. Um, I wanted to talk a bit about adaptive music in video games, which I did in the last episode and the episode before that, because it's just such a important thing when it comes to writing video game music. Do you know what that means? Right. Adaptive
1: music. Adaptive music. Yeah, it means music that changes based on what you're doing. It
0: yep. literally, yeah, it means it's music that changes depending is
1: on the player,
0: which is yes. almost any music in a video game, if I'm being honest. Like, <laughs> because like, you can't start the music unless you've done things exactly. in the video game in Mario Brothers when you, or Mario 3 or something when you start the first level you triggered that track starting by pressing the by a, pressing button, a button right? like, so, yep. so that's um, that's already an example of adaptive music um, but it's definitely but, like the
1: least connected you can get much yeah, further so, than that.
0: so you, you can break down adaptive music into two kind of different strains um, so there's uh, uh, horizontal resequencing which is um, horizontal in terms of just thinking about time uh, or how you would look at it on a score. So horizontal resequencing is you'd interact with something in the game and the track would change. You would go somewhere else and the music would change. So you go from level one Mm. to level two, the music
1: changes. That's an example of like a horizontal change, a very simple example. Okay, Uh, it even makes me think of, like for something a little more complex, in Spelunky... In Splunkie 2 in particular, in the very first level, if you ever get down to 1 HP, uh, after it hits, like, a a measure break, it transitions into, like, the 1 HP version of that. And that's just a different, like, song, essentially, that they're strapping onto the end of that. That's actually... Is it, um,
0: a variation on that track?
1: Um, yes, but they're not, like, layering instrumentation on. It's just, uh another s- part of the song essentially that they're playing a little earlier
0: okay so yeah so if they if they if it's about the sequencing then it's horizontal but if it's if it's yeah. the same melodies and same harmonies that are just changing depending on what's happening that's an example of um horizontal relay or er, reorchestration or re- horizontal layering um which not is... vertical layering sorry vertical you're right
1: that, that's that's what <laughs> i thought yeah <laughs>
0: um which is yeah which is just the same kind of track same music with um Different, extra layers, different, different yeah. orchestration happening. So the thing about a lot the of that area is themes, in this, yeah The thing about the area themes in Pokemon is that it's kind of like a mix of both most of the time. Oh. So like it's it's obviously the uh, horizontal resequencing comes from when you go to one area to another area and the soundtrack changes.
1: Oh, of, of course, right.
0: But I mean, it, it's not like a direct example of layering because it's not the same track using different elements. It is um, like when you go from area to area. But it, since it uses same melodic ideas, it still has elements of uh, vertical layering. Mm. It, it, it's it's kind of like it, it's it's like it's like nested. It's like
1: within itself. Um, but are you talking? Sorry, are you talking specifically about like the the central like da 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 theme? yeah, yeah exactly. Right. I
0: think there's. It might be more complex than that. I'm not sure exactly what. Yeah, I, I struggle next. to
1: classify that as vertical layering when you're just taking like one motif and putting it into other songs. No, but but, but
0: it is because it's the same core idea that is having its um, surroundings changed. So it's not an entirely different melodic idea. It's the same one that changes depending on what is surrounding it.
1: Like right. even though it's
0: not literally the exact like MIDI sound that's happening.
1: No, I get you. It, it just feels points. hard to—it feels hard to tie that into interactivity, if that makes sense. Because like you are using horizontal uh, sequencing. Mm-hmm. What was the exact name? Yeah. Uh, to get from one song to the other, but like you're not interacting to add those other layers in with that motif being repeated. Well, I mean, you are by moving. Like that's still interacting. <laughs> um, but but I, on, but I suppose on, so like, technically. But in like, the loosest possible sense.
0: Yeah, I mean okay i mean like on a on a smaller and more direct scale getting on and off caridon and Meridon is just a very obvious example of vertical layering which I yeah think you that one is with, like, is obvious yeah because it's literally
1: it is literally relayering like in the the uh, track itself but yeah and, it, and you're like you're jumping in at the exact same point in both tracks they're just like swapping in and out based on yeah.
0: I mean my, my and the ol-
1: tracks are the same besides instrumentation. Right.
0: My my only logic about the um like the vertical nature of going from track to track, it's conceptual rather than literal. Like it's not literally in sure. the music that it, it's vertically changing. It's it's I mean it is because it's a different set of orchestration like always. Um it, it's only considered uh vertical change uh with the same track just because of the same melodic ideas it's just an interesting kind of thought sure
1: okay i i get where you're coming from even if i don't a hundred percent agree with it Mm -hmm. so where where were we (laughs) that was a bit of a tangent a little bit the main main theme uh, area themes do you want to uh we can keep it simple do you want to just rank the area themes which one's your favorite which one's your
0: least (laughs) well i don't remember some of them
1: (laughs) there's only four
0: um uh, east is my favorite West is probably my second favorite. I don't remember North, so I'm going to put it last, and uh, South is my Yeah,
1: <laughs> I was going to say, uh, North is my least favorite. Uh, it's like the snowy one. Um, the mm. instrumentation has a lot of like snowy types of instruments, like, and it, it's yeah. sort of in an awkward space for me, because it's trying to go for a relaxing tone with its with a lot of its instrumentation and uh, some parts of it are like more relaxing and down but also there's like a very tense driving force throughout all of it which it conflicts with the relaxation like it it neither hits the peaks of relaxation and chill vibes that snow areas are often known to have nor does it actually hit like a tense feeling Mm. it just sort of floats awkwardly in the middle so i'm not a fan personally i'll
0: take your word for it (laughs)
1: um <laughs> the fact that you don't remember it yeah. probably says something about uh,
0: it i do remember some because like there's the area themes which is like just the four main ones but there's also like east has a bunch of we talked about it like a bunch of re different versions i one i forgot yeah. about was tag tree thicket which is the same thing again
1: that, is that not the bamboo forest because that's what i was talking about with the east re-orchestration oh
0: i was talking about the like kind of late game area near the fighting team star is that a different track oh. I don't think that's a reorchestration of Maybe East, not East, but it does. It it, never mind. Okay, but it uses the same melodic ideas. <laughs> right. Next, Tech tree it's not bamboo, but it, it's a cool way of... Um... Oh, I see what you mean now with the harshness. Yeah, that makes sense.
1: Yeah, yep. Uh,
0: um, the other one's Kassaroya Lake, which is pretty cool. I like that one a lot.
1: I like Kassaroya Lake a lot because it feels uh, like it's just a lake and there's mm-hmm. nothing really special about it looking it's at just it. just like piano and
0: the... harp, nice and like serene.
1: But okay. the music he, he, I feel I struggle calling it serene because it feels like mysterious and, and sort of not spooky really? but you, you get the sense that this is like you know <laughs> this is an endgame area if it makes sense it, it communicates that to you that the enemies here are gonna are gonna destroy you if you're not ready for them even am in I the serene of different, Am I thinking
0: of a different Am I thinking of a different Lake because I don't No Kassaroy Lake is, is, is the endgame one
1: uh, maybe I, mean, I know I know it's endgame but it, it feels soundtrack. very
0: gentle and very like calming. I don't know. I, n- nothing about the music to me was like, you're about to encounter level 50 Dundozo
1: out of nowhere. No, but it, it <laughs> is calming. I'm not going to say it was tense or anything, but like it felt mysterious, I guess is the way I'll put it. Sure. My- and that that in itself sort of communicates, you know, some degree of endgameness. but maybe I'm looking too far into it. Maybe. Well, I don't know. I, I mean, to each their own. and pe- People get what
0: they yeah they, people get different things out of the soundtrack so the fact that you, yeah I,
1: I like the tone of it for you sure. may
0: have just interpreted the interpreted it the way that it was supposed to be interpreted and then i just didn't really grasp that um yeah maybe what i do like that castle Royer does is that i feel like it doesn't um uh, uh, melodically take much from the other area themes, but the harmony is still very similar. It, it has really? a lot of harmonic motion. Yeah. I, I've never really analyzed it or anything like that, but it definitely has some of the same uh, harmonic motion mm. as
1: some of the other area themes. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I mean, I appreciated that it didn't reuse the every kiss begins with K theme <laughs> too often in it. So You gotta oh, stop calling it that. <laughs> it's, it's what my brain calls it, I'm afraid. So I don't know what else to do. Um, uh, yeah, sure. my favorite I already said my, that north was my least favorite the area themes mm-hmm. but I really really do like uh, the west theme especially uh, it it I was of the opinion that the riding versions are weaker and I know you don't necessarily agree but I do quite like the riding version of the uh, of the west area as well okay so that, that's a plus for me uh, and I, I like the like clackers <laughs> that percussive element and the uh, rhythmic the rhythmic guitar it has. Castanets, that's the term. <laughs> I'm glad you knew what I was talking about. Yeah. So the desert theme is very, very similar. Uh, well, it's actually just a re-orchestration. Uh, like how Tag Tree Thicket and East Area 3 were arrangements of East Area, uh, mm-hmm. the desert is like a more sparse and like desert twangy version of West Area, which I like that oh, quite okay. a lot. Cool, cool. Yeah. Is, like, especially the walking version is like, okay. very, very bare. yeah mm. <laughs> Uh, it feels like, you know, traditional spaghetti western style music, I <laughs> okay. guess. Which, I don't know if that fits with the Spain theme, but it, it's interesting and fun. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, well, I mean, I wonder what other direction they could take the desert theme. Because, like, I think the other option for, like, a popular video game is to go, like, the the Middle
1: Eastern route. It's that or, like, right. American West. But actually, yeah, n- now that I think about it, deserts usually, like, <laughs> how do I put it? This desert is very traditionally like Middle Eastern desert. It it feel in the feel of it anyway, mm. uh, and, and and the visuals. It doesn't seem much like you know Nevada, but yeah. it does use like that Nevada instrumentation for whatever reason. Uh, and in most video games, that's not the case, is it? If it looks like a desert, and not like you know a. Uh, oh, wasteland like the right. nevada sort of looks more like then it just goes with the traditional middle eastern music right yeah i can't think of examples so. where they go western unless it's like well, cowboy I, theme you i know? was gonna say if it goes
0: western there's usually like a like a kind of run down old west town you know exactly yeah you, you see exactly what i mean right yeah i can't think well i think the vast majority of desert themes do go with the kind of middle eastern influence
1: right but so huh. i mean I think this works for it, even if it's maybe not like thematically appropriate, but it still feels I don't right. Know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean,
0: it's a good, it's a good track, one way or the other. Yeah, um, absolutely. Let's see, where should we go from here? Um, <laughs> from here, what is your uh, do, do, you, do, you, into, do you do oh. you have a
1: do you have a favorite track across the whole soundtrack? Did you? We did probably should have gotten one? into that sooner to try to keep our format going from the previous episode. It's fine. Uh, oh, my favorite song from the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why don't we actually break this down into two parts? Our favorite, like, battle theme, and then our favorite other theme. Oh, sure. Um, uh, my favorite battle theme is probably uh, Penny's theme. Yeah, me too. It's <laughs> <laughs> that's what I have. <laughs> okay, we're both so basic. I'm, I'm sad. I, I disagree like, because I think the Team Star music is
0: very complex and I think it's very cool. Uh, conceptually more th- so than the music itself, but
1: yeah. Oh, uh, what do you mean? And is that related to Penny's theme?
0: Uh, well, you yeah, there a connection in there? It's not related to Penny's theme, uh, like like the character the character theme that plays, but it is connected to the Team Star kind of um, thematic. It, it, it's not uh, like a remix of anything, but it, it's it's a it's a um, kind of aesthetic style that goes along with Team Star. But... Oh,
1: okay, yeah, okay, I see what you mean. She is using the same sorts of instrumentation and, and color to her mm-hmm. music. Eh. Okay like so you don't think that's basic it's no. the one that had the most views on YouTube which is the one I, like, sure. call basic. I mean
0: I almost went with the like <laughs> uh, the, the legendary Pokemon theme against the, like the the uh, ruin oh, like, also the, the also very good it's very good yeah um, I'm actually I'm making a video about Pokemon legendary music and it's included in that but mm-hmm. um, in terms of penny's theme though uh, it's very good I listen to it more so just because like any song that has that kind of like really driving like bass like that i just put it on headphones and i just vibe for a while like it it just yeah it scratches a very internal brain itch it's very good yes um
1: (laughs) i I was like listening i just like waking up a couple days ago that song was just playing in my head as i woke up because it's an earworm you know
0: yeah it it reminds me of um like uh it gives me the same kind of energy that you know friday night Funkin' do you
1: i i do where is this going
0: uh uh milf (laughs) from Friday Night Funkin <laughs> Has a very similar <laughs> okay. uh, energy but anyway uh, right yeah no I really enjoy it um,
1: yeah uh, I, what I like in particular it feels to me like a lot of the mm, how do I put this you know that I'm like a very melody centric sort of person like that's not to say I can't enjoy more atmospheric or uh, elaborate harmonies or all that but I, I really enjoy when songs have a very strong driving core melody sure um And Penny's theme in particular really has that, and that's part of why uh, Generation Eight Sword and Shield are my favorite soundtracks. Because a lot of those songs have very, very strong core melodies. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, And 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 what I learned is apparently Penny is from Gen Eight. And one of the notes I had before I learned that was that her theme feels like a Galler theme done Mm. in Scarlet and Violet instrumentation. Like, well, here's here's the
0: I do understand. She's not from Gen Eight. She's from. She's
1: from, uh, You know what I mean. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I do not feel like it was done in the style of, uh, Paldea soundtrack, because I feel like all of Team Star is very kind of disjointed from the rest of the soundtrack.
1: What I, what I in particular mean by that is it has that, like, very, um, how do I describe it? It has a very particular type of synth that they use a lot in, like, the future tracks in Paldea. In mm. uh, Scarlet and Violet that sort of synth is is very common in this soundtrack in particular Really, uh, They don't really use it. Well gen 8 in particular doesn't use a ton of synths overall mm-hmm. uh, But especially not this type like you'll hear it like it, it's that percussion percussive synth like the, I Don't want to try to describe right. it. It would probably just sound I, I, really I terrible think, Well, me. I
0: mean it's probably playing right now So you can probably
1: <laughs> the really high-end like uh, synth that's like driving on every beat is uh, Mm-hmm. And that's present in a lot of the battle songs, in particular. So that's mostly what I mean by it's in the style of it. I see. But you're right in that I, it is only, also like I, the I, instrumentation is very similar to the Team Star uh, themes. Well, obviously, it is a Team
0: Star theme. But what, yeah. I, what I was more getting at is that um, the team, all the Team Star themes, feel very disjointed from the rest of the soundtrack of that game. Because I feel like the rest of the soundtrack of the game ha- follows a very like um, consistent kind of set of instrumentation. Like it's it's an orchestra, but with like a emphasis on. Say rhythmic guitar or that whatever yeah. the melodic instrument like flamenco is style, was, yeah, exactly. Um, but Team Star, it's very like Euro beat, you know, like all of them have that kind yeah. of like European yep. like dance pop kind of feel. Um, true, yeah, which I think is great, and I think it's because it's implied to have been written by Giacomo. <laughs>
1: by Giacomo?
0: yeah the one of the is that
1: a spanish Eurobeat author? Uh, no writer? he's
0: he's the team star menu uh, member that's like a oh, dj and
1: oh, I, I think it's gotcha. it,
0: it's the music that plays during like the raids oh and you the... think the
1: music is diegetic like it's actually playing so. when you're in the I, trials. i
0: think it's impl. i don't remember exactly but i think that's like canonically hinted at in game that he writes the music for them
1: that would be which would explain
0: why is like different from the rest of so the different yeah non diagetic music from the rest uh, of
1: the But do you think that means that he also wrote Penny's theme? I think Cause, so, cause she's which their is boss? interesting.
0: So I, I this is not entirely original ideas. I've been like kind of looking this up and seeing other people's takes on it. Yeah, um, right. Penny's theme does not really match her as a character at all.
1: To be completely
0: honest, because she's just like a like a small person with this like really kind of driving like loud almost um, menacing
1: kind of like boss the, the, theme. But the core melody itself is also very like simple and straightforward, isn't it? Like it's it, it's it's slow almost. So I feel like that's it's saying something like uh, you know her nature as the boss of Team Stars is, is making the the backing like really intense and the lead up to the drop really crazy. But like the the actual melody itself is is pretty simple and 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 normal. Are we uh, thinking of the same? Uh, that's melody? not the making. Yeah, like, da 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 da
0: I don't feel like it's slow or, like, simple at all. I think it's very driving and the
1: Compare it to the Team Star themes themselves, right? Like, it is a driving and and determined theme, but Penny's not, like, a weak person. She's making an effort to break up this gang, you know? Right, but, okay, humor me for a second. Sure. With
0: the idea that Giacomo wrote the music for them uh he, there there's the track that plays against like the raids on the team star bases there's the track that plays when you fight like the team star members themselves which is like a kind of pseudo boss theme it is a boss theme really right uh, and then there's the theme against penny the thing is they had never seen penny none of them had they they knew mm. cassiopeia they knew this like so mysterious think, boss so he you wrote you think this
1: is the theme of them what I think, they he, think he, penny he wrote is
0: like? yeah exactly he wrote a theme for cassiopeia this like mysterious like head honcho of team star Without knowing what Penny's character actually was,
1: I can see it, but I, I still don't think that means that it doesn't fit. And I I I think it fits her just fine.
0: I, I think it Personally. fits. I think it fits the boss of Team Star perfectly fine.
1: Yeah, I, I think there's overlap there, but I see where you're coming from as well. Hmm. I don't know. I I always thought the the mel- like when you compare the melody of it to the like core melodies of of the Team Star bosses, like which are super disjointed like there 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 isn't even really a core melody to latch onto in those for a lot of it uh the riffs are great don't get me wrong like uh and i really like the shouting uh the use of the vocals in those Mm -hmm. tracks as well uh those are great the team star boss theme is great but it's a lot less like it doesn't have nearly as much of a core melody as penny's theme does and i think that's supposed to represent like our individuality in it
0: sure i think having a melody like that is a very climactic thing to do like that—that's something that you'd put in a, like a final boss theme, you know?
1: Yeah, that, that's true. <laughs> I don't think that's at odds with what I'm saying, though. Anyway, Penny's theme is great. I, Fair I think that's—that's that's the conclusion. It is—it was both of our favorite battle themes, so. Uh, but we had do, a lot of—we we had a lot of clashing opinions on it, though. Um... Yeah, for, for whatever—I <laughs> mean, that probably speaks to how good of a song it is—is is that we both thought it's amazing for different reasons, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but then you said like the non. Non-battle yeah, theme? well, well mine, okay, if we mine both is, have Penny's
0: theme as our as our favorite, should yeah, we my, both come
1: up with a second favorite battle theme, do you oh, think? Oh, God,
0: well, then mine's Treasures of Ruin, the um, uh-huh. the, the legendary boss theme.
1: Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's that's pretty fair. It's, yep. um, because
0: the, the desert didn't use the kind of typical uh, uh, Middle Eastern kind of themes. This one does. Um, it, but it uses it in a really uh, kind of I, I almost want to say authentic way I'm not in like a cultural position to say whether or not it's authentic
1: <laughs> it's um, right?
0: but I've, I've done enough research on it to kind of understand where it's coming from um, it uses like a, a scale that's like from Indian Carnatic classical music um, Araga or Arag um, it, 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 which in you can, you can describe it using western music but it doesn't really make a lot of sense you know, mm. it's it's a double harmonic major scale Which is, when you play it, it's just like Oh, it's the it's the desert sound You know, it's the Middle Eastern sound Which is, <laughs> it speaks right. for, you know Western kind of consumption of that kind of music Sensibilities, um, yeah But it's it, it's using this, this, this melodic and harmonic material That is authentic to Indian classical music um, The other thing is that Do you know, you listen to that track, I'm sure Yes, yep you know kind of towards the end of it it kind of brings out this like almost toy piano it sounds like kind of a percussive like pentatonic thing that you're not really that it kind of breaks away from what's been happening up until that point yeah yeah they're like that bit yeah it's Um, pretty striking that is uh from i well i got actually into a bit of an argument in a comment section (laughs) on youtube uh with some people who are like oh no it's a toy piano because uh, that's the in- in- instrument library that they were using in the DAW. And I'm like, f- fricky in, off. In, in the what? The d- digital audio workstation. Like, it's the synth that they were <laughs> using to make the sound, but I'm like, Oh, no. they think they had
1: pinpointed the exact, like, sound well, that they, they were using? Well, and they may have,
0: and they may have, and it sounds like a toy piano, but that doesn't mean that's what it is meant to be.
1: Okay, right. And in
0: my understanding, it sounds to me a lot like, um, something called Indonesian Gamelan, which is like a percussion ensemble from Indonesia, that wow. has it, when they're playing in a specific tonality, it sounds almost identical to the sound that that section of that theme is trying to come up with and if um if if you're kind of running on this train of like pretty pretty authentic sounding like south asian music i think that mm-hmm. would be a great way to round it off and it makes me mad when people yeah. are like no it's a toy piano because that's what the that's what the electronic instrument <laughs> that they're using is i'm like
1: <laughs> that's that's your, the less important use part, a yeah.
0: little bit of critical thought please but anyway right it's very cool i like it a lot i think it's
1: yeah, great. it's a great theme. Uh, it's it's a lot more. I'm not gonna say low key than most legendary uh, songs, but like I see what you mean though. It's... It is. It's not nearly as bombastic as the others. At least and that's part of that. Is probably leaning into like the mysterious, for lack of a better term, sound of the South Asian, yeah. you know, the, style. The
0: very well. <laughs>
1: It gets a bit problematic when you go into like, oh, it's mysterious. Because of I agree. I, I wanted. To, I want to emphasize. I used heavy quotation marks okay. as I said
0: that. Uh, that that's the one. I've been writing the script for this um, this this uh, legendary Pokemon video. I had. I have to. There are a few eggshells that you need to tread through to be respectful. Of I understand. All. But yep. yeah. Anyway. Um, it should
1: be emphasized. All of this does slap. Yep. It's
0: all very good, <laughs> and I think it does what. It, Well, because my only problem with it is that I think it might be using this kind of like, I like to say it's like, oh, it's different from the Spanish feel because it's supposed to uh, represent this kind of um, not foreign, but like ancient kind of kind of um threat you know hmm. like these ancient treasures but if and you you're think using that, that is I trying think to be I,
1: expressed I, by using like a foreign cultures I, I think style? it's
0: absolutely what that's doing i think that hmm. um it uses kind of but I, I like to think of it more as like oh it's different from spain so it, it's like literally contrasting sure. physically but i, I don't getcha. i don't necessarily vibe with the whole like it's it's right South it is Asian middle eastern and, and therefore, therefore it's weird and, and, and creepy you know yeah. it's like okay yep. <laughs> but i mean regardless Raises of some all that I'm, 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 yeah. I'm not super qualified to talk about any of that but it's it's good it sounds good i think it sounds great
1: yeah i'm fan uh, of
0: it yeah what so what's uh what's your kind of second favorite
1: battle theme then my second favorite battle theme i mean i want to say the ai theme uh Oh yeah Because it is great yeah. Like And knowing that Toby Fox made it now I'm, I'm proud of the guy You he, he knocked it out of the park He
0: also wrote but, the Area Zero And they both use that same Kind and of And that's, like that's what I'm talking like about is the
1: reason The reason I don't want to say The AI theme Is because I mostly like it Because like Area <laughs> Zero Is probably my favorite song In the game Like Yeah Area Zero Area Zero is So so good, and the AI theme is very, very similar to it, and it, it's obviously arranged more like a battle theme. None, but none like of that Area stuff Zero, sounds very
0: Pokemon-like though, and
1: Area Zero doesn't feel very Pokemon-like either. Well, what I'm, what I actually was going to compare it to was, uh, it feels a lot like Temporal Tower and, in particular, Temporal Spire from Pokemon Mystery Dungeon: Explorers of Sky. Oh, it has that, that sort sounds... of like ancient, mysterious, time-based theme, right? Uh, sure. That that's the number one thing that made me think of and that's great because I love the Pokemon Mystery Dungeon soundtrack. So like I, I Love the AI theme, mm-hmm. but I think I mostly love it because I like area zero And so what I'm gonna do instead instead of saying that is I'm gonna say area zero is my favorite area theme And then my my second mm. favorite battle theme is probably the Nimona refight.
0: Oh, yeah, no, that one's good You know, what's really funny. Oh <laughs> Toby Fox wrote that too <laughs>
1: Really? <laughs>
0: oh, wait, 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 wait,
1: maybe not. I didn't think he did. He wrote, like, the Ace Trainer fight, That's right? True. Like, the That's Ace true. That, tournament? Th-
0: right, but that is a different track when Nimona fights in it. Ignore me. I'm wrong. Yes,
1: yep. Yeah. Uh, well, it, and the, no- the Mon- Nimona refight is also, like, what you do right after the champion fight, right? I thought mm, that sort of played. Yes.
0: And it also plays, I think, when you fight her in the... Well, I, I might be wrong about
1: that, actually. Never mind. Either way, uh, I I don't love the base Nemona fight that you hear a couple times through the game as you fight her. Right? Yeah, you fight her like it, three times or something. Yeah, that that one it feels a little slow, a little like. You know, it's obviously it's just like, like a friendly a sparring theme, theme, but yeah. that's exactly how I would describe it, yeah. Uh, but, like, when they rearrange it, I think they do a great job. Sure. They they really pick up the pace. And, like, my favorite part of the original Nomona theme is when it, I, I think it modulates into the minor. Um, I might be wrong on the specifics of that, but, like, right at the end of Nomona's theme, there's, like, eight measures where the, the guitar takes over and it turns very serious for, like, a little bit, and it feels like that's maybe hinting at her nature as, like, a really, really strong mm. trainer who's just sort of walking you through this. Ha- uh, but I'd then like after after eight measures it just goes right back to the beginning and now it's like light and on serious again uh and what i really like about the pneumonia refight is that like that section is what's expanded upon the most And instead of the guitar picking up, the guitar's been going through the entire refight. Uh, The piano picks it back up at the start of that. And it starts going crazy with that very serious sound in an already more serious piece, right? Mm. So the Nimona refight is very good. I quite enjoy it. I would agree. I think it's pretty great. I don't don't really like Nimona as a character that much. No, (laughs) and like, honestly, this could be like one of the main points that I want to go through here. But I don't want to like harp on on it. Is that like... It feels like these these songs don't deserve to be tied to this game, <laughs> and Ooh. that's maybe that's maybe the meanest way I could possibly put it. But that's the core it, of what are I want to Are you, are you, get put, are you here. putting down the whole game for that? <laughs> no. Okay. Sort of, but no. <laughs> uh, like when I think of like oh like Castle Lake is such a beautiful theme, and it just gets tied to like this generic nothing like in the end game expansive water with a lot of dundozos that
0: you got like, around. and, and it, it's so visually yeah. uninteresting.
1: the stuff like nothing really happens there and i get that like it's pokemon it's all supposed to be light. nothing was ever going to happen in other, in the other pokemon games nothing crazy happens It's mean, just giant lakes
0: freaking whale guy that you fight
1: right it's a titan <laughs> But I think about something like Xenoblade and like how all of these songs are attached to these incredible set pieces Mm -hmm. and they both complement each other. And it feels like in in this game in particular, the songs are really pulling overtime. You know what I mean? Like they are setting the tone and they are alone in doing it. Yeah. And that's something that I
0: have marked in my notes. It doesn't feel like, like it does. There are certain tracks, of course, that feel like Pokemon tracks. Very obviously. But a lot of it doesn't. But a lot of that might just reflect that it's like an open world game, and like it has to behave a bit differently than old Pokemon games.
1: Right. Yeah, I I can sort of see that. And didn't Toby Fox work a little bit on uh, Sword and Shield as well? So with I that it won't be. He just it's not did, like it's entirely his influence. He
0: just did the Battle Tower. he was was, was, was a a guest writer he was a guest writer that didn't have any influence over the soundtrack itself so it was a very kind of this one yeah it it was a different different dynamic than sword and shield or that that
1: might explain it but i don't even really feel like it's the whole kiss begins with k thing that marks it apart but i mean it's not like the other pokemon games have gone this crazy with the motifs either so no yeah it's hard to say it's hard to pin down
0: yeah i mean i'd have to listen to it i think sometimes they they i i think um Nemona's rematch theme, or like this, the kind of this, the final fight against Nimona, could have done maybe a better job of like adapting her own theme and then like building on something that had been in the earlier fights or something. But I
1: agree. I'd like eh, I fine. think of uh, like the the Galler songs and like uh, how Hop and Marnie, Hop how, right? H- H- Hop right? H- how
0: was Alola Hop is?
1: Yeah, yeah. H- I I really like how Hop and and Marnie's themes in particular when you rematch them and the Elite Four, mm-hmm. they get really, really cool and, yeah, and serious sure. and dramatic. Are they, they, could are have they done... adaptations on their earlier themes? Yeah, on their okay. earlier battle themes. Cool, cool. Uh, and, and Nimona's, like, I really like Nimona's rematch. Her base theme is a little weak, so yeah. they, they don't have as much to build off of. I agree. Uh, um... Sorry, what were we talking about? Yeah, just how the set pieces don't really line up, in my opinion. Yeah. In terms of music-matching game... It's a it's a little lacking, but that's not necessarily the music's fault. It might just be that the game. I think
0: I like. I love Scarlet and Violet. Might be my favorite uh, favorite Pokemon experience since like Black and White, which is not saying a mm. whole lot, I guess.
1: Yeah, I um, mean, I'm saying that Galar is my favorite soundtrack, but I don't really like Sword and Shield very much. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a good so time. So not with necessarily it. correlated. But yeah,
0: I mean. I think, I think Scarlet and Violet is a game that was a bit, it, it came out earlier than it should have. Maybe like Nintendo could have waited like one more generation or something to get the, yeah. the get the, the, the technical requirements that they or, needed to pull off something like that. Or even or, just another year. Exactly. Cause like you have something like, like Tears of the Kingdom or Breath of the Wild where it's Xenoblade. like, these games work on the switch and with Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom, open world games work on the switch.
1: Yeah. You know, and, like, like you can pull that, the, can the,
0: pull that off
1: the visual style of like xenoblade is is this is on the same system as pokemon xenoblade's a little less fair
0: because it's not fully open world they have open world areas so if you want to go like fully open
1: world i i get what you're saying if you want to go full open world breath of the Wild is a fair comparison but also full Um, open
0: world games have been done since like skyrim or something you know like it's it's not a new idea
1: yeah we don't want to smack the game like no, i think the game is I, good like all of but... this
0: all of this is a copy like like accompanied by i love scarlet and violet i think it was a and great we should, game i had a yeah. good time playing
1: it and the music is really really great but like this particular area it, the visuals the style the theming it didn't get enough attention to support such good music you know sure
0: yeah i'd say so uh so this all came from uh your second favorite fight theme
1: <laughs> we... uh, yeah my second favorite th- fight theme was uh <laughs> was the nimona rematch yeah, and my favorite let's... area theme was area zero
0: right okay and i've already talked about east province so okay we're yeah. fine um okay i would like to jump into the
1: gym battle theme what do you think i don't like it mm, but you i can don't like it very it. much uh <laughs> right. did i even write down any notes uh moderately interesting not a standout it feels like a weaker version of the gen 8 uh, yep, theme. Yep, yep. Like the, well, the chanting is uninspired at this point i think
0: okay i've always been kind of a, a hater on the chanting i'm no longer a hater on the chanting in sword and shield i'm a because hater because this
1: was so because bad because this that...
0: well it was so they were so clearly trying to ride on the coattails of like this worked yes. for this theme let's use chanting to make it sound epic and cool but in sword and shield it makes sense because you're in a huge soccer stadium in Scarlet and Violet you're yeah. just like in a restaurant in, like there
1: what? are people yeah the theme was like built
0: around there's it like seven people watching you fight there's it's it doesn't make as much sense to have a bunch of people chanting you have people it, chanting it in doesn't... Sword and Shield because it's like it's in Britain that's where like soccer tournaments are people chant all the time in huge sports tournaments it's not yeah. the same thing
1: <laughs> and and it, w- it would be forgivable if it made it like sound amazing
0: yeah, yeah it, it, it doesn't, doesn't. <laughs> it, 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 I don't think it does and like the base gym fight theme it's especially coming off of Sword and Shield, it's just, I don't yeah, care. <laughs> it's, like, it's jazzy couple... and kind of grooving a little bit, I guess, but it's like, I don't, whatever.
1: I, yeah, I don't hate the first part of it, but as soon as the chanting comes in, it, it just tanks.
0: I think the, um, whole, the whole thing is just very mid for me. Not my favorite. I
1: agree. Yep, totally agree. Uh, The Titan theme? The titan theme is pretty oh, decent. I... If we're continuing the this trend of just, like, running through general battle themes, uh, I- I don't dislike it. I really like the low piano in that song. Sure. Um, it's- it's going like pretty interestingly mm-hmm. <laughs> It gives me some Kirby vibes a little bit, which is a positive uh, I like Kirby. But it doesn't really stand out either. It's sort of just going I'll take your word for it because that's one that I
0: didn't re-listen to <laughs> You
1: don't- and you don't even remember it <laughs> at all. I don't remember
0: it that well. It definitely, well, it never, it it never jumped out at me, I guess, but I I never, I never really, I also, at the same time, I never actively thought that it wasn't good, so.
1: Right, it's, it's decent. It's doing some interesting stuff. One thing I wanted to bring up, uh, the wild battle variations of the area Mm. themes, what do you think of those? I think it's cool. I, I,
0: I like it better than, like, Stop stopping in your tracks and then transitioning to a wild Pokemon encounter game.
1: Well, like far- I mean, it still sort of does that. It doesn't, like we're talking about, it's not full vertical layering. It's still horizontal transitioning yeah. into this other track. It's just very similar mm-hmm. to... Uh, now, Ooh. the exception to that is actually in uh, uh, Inlet Grotto, like one of the very first areas. That oh. does do the whole Fire Emblem-style battle version. It's like Wait, exactly really? the same track, except it yeah, except it layers on the more intense instrumentation. Oh, <laughs> and it works really, really well for Inlet Grotto. I kind of <laughs> the, wish they'd done the rubber cave that you're in for like three minutes. Yes, uh, I want to <laughs> highlight Inlet Grotto in general. Like really? way better song than it should have been. Like I I love the effects on the synths and the super low brass works Whoa. really, really well for it. Yeah, the, the cave effect, like, it, 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 like I've mentioned before, this cave doesn't deserve music this good, you know? <laughs> okay, I mean, yeah, I just can't remember it right now, but I'm... I recommend giving it a listen. I, it'll hopefully, yeah. it'll be playing in the background well, as I mean, we talk I mean, I'll have to like,
0: listen to it as I balance the audio, but
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I really like it. It, it. It's the song that, like, stuck out to me the most, or not the most, but uh, the first song as I was listening to the soundtrack again that made me stop and go like, whoa, this is really interesting. Mm-hmm. So uh in the grotto, the battle themes are good, I like them. Uh but they could have been a little better integrated, maybe? They're still interesting though. Sure. What do you think of
0: the town themes? Bit of a pivot. But mm, not, not such a big pivot. I think
1: uh, I think Mesagosa's not bad. Mesagosa makes me wish for death. Oh really? Cool. <laughs> I have that specifically written down <laughs> in my notes. Uh, I should specify, um, that I don't hate the theme itself, um, and I I do quite like some of the variations, like the guitar variation you have when you're near that one guitarist. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like the the theme overall that plays when you're riding just has this one saxophone that's just constantly blaring out the main melody just over and over. Yep. Just forever, <laughs> and like you spend a lot of time in Messagosa. A lot of time so to just hear that forever over and over it drives me insane when I'm playing the game uh all right well glad (laughs) we touched on that that's my thoughts on Messagosa I'm sorry Uh, I I, I don't hate the piece I I didn't have anything
0: profound to say about Messagosa other than like I thought it was fine
1: (laughs) I don't know Uh, decent song please don't make the saxophone do that in future songs that's all I ask (laughs) thank you Mr.
0: uh, Masada um, yeah, yep. Or uh, maybe Ichinose, uh, one of yeah. you. Uh, I wanted to talk about Monta specifically, because I think it's great.
1: It's, Ooh, it's, it's I did not like know that it's one. It's nice little... I don't that... It's almost like a lo-fi beat, but it's like... It, it, it's... Oh! It, it's actually... It, it's an arrangement. I'm remembering now. It's an arrangement of uh, the North area theme Oh, is except it really? like what I was talking about the problem with the north area I mentioned before where it's neither tense nor relaxing Montenegro just throws all of that out and just makes it funky and then it's great it's you just know?
0: A, a vibe, and it makes sense because the
1: gym leader is like a DJ or a rapper. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> awesome. I love her. And <laughs> I like to read that as she's taking the mediocre music of her surroundings and turning it great because of her musical skill. Yeah. So, yeah. I like Montenevra a lot, yeah, for sure. I think it's really cool. Did she have a unique gym battle theme? I think she did, but I can't remember. I, d- it. I don't think so. I, it doesn't strict, stick out to me. I didn't see it in the
0: soundtrack. If she didn't uh, have a unique gym battle theme, that's such a missed opportunity. Come on, man. I, I agree, but or Montenebra like remix, itself that would is... Be
1: cool. For the musical one in particular, yeah, yeah. yeah, but I don't think they've ever done anything like that. It I was... guess if,
0: if they had done it, they would have done did it. Did Piers? Like... I was gonna say did, did, did have Piers have that? some of? It? I don't. know. I don't
1: think he did. No. All right. Anyway, still wanted ever very good. Uh, other songs that I've uh, other town themes I've
0: highlighted. I don't really remember any. I, I uh, za, not I I, um, I
1: I I like the idea of Cascarafa. Um, oh
0: yeah, it sounds. That that's one that sounds very very like. Um, old school Pokemon, I feel. Pascarappa. A
1: little bit, but it's got like a, a, a very funky vibe uh, mm. as well. Like, is a little more low-key. This is like, uh, I don't know, high-key funky? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they, they also don't have like a hook, uh, mm. which if you're going for that sort of atmosphere, you do need some sort of hook to really sell it.
0: So right, it, yeah, it, I, I like the that.
1: idea of it, but the execution is a little lacking.
0: Yeah, um, there's, uh, <laughs> oh god what's it called oh the the place with the auctions <laughs> i'm losing it what's it called
1: the the seaside area yeah. is that what you're thinking of that yeah one. i like that i one. don't remember that one
0: i'm sorry i don't remember that much either but i think it was cool it's fun i'm
1: sorry people there are a lot <laughs> of songs on this it's soundtrack a very big soundtrack like they put more effort into this soundtrack than the rest of the game well, then, that's probably not true. You they can had make a, lot a... Of, to be fair, they had a lot of composers working yes, on you, it. Yes, with that many composers working on it, you can make an elaborate soundtrack in one year. Almost no matter how many devs you have working on a game, you can't make a game this crazy perfectly in one year. You know what I mean? No. So. Did it only have a one year development time? That's insane. Well, it came out like a year after, it came out less than a year after uh, Legends Arceus. It was mostly w- the I same think... team working on it. <laughs>
0: I, they must have been developed alongside each other at some point or I, something I,
1: I don't think they were
0: <laughs> that's insane
1: well um, <laughs> it probably had more time it, it's not like it was developed in eight months that'd be insane yeah you're, you're right on that part but like it it didn't have much time uh All right. do, you, do you have much else to touch on uh for uh, I'll, I'll check through my notes for Scarlet real Violet. quick for Scarlet and Violet uh I, I like this team star battle theme like the just the, yeah. the non-boss team star theme mm. I think it like uh, it- it- it's... Builds very well all throughout it, and then the the peak that it's building to is is satisfying. I I like it. Yeah, uh, and it, it sets up oh,
0: the boss theme really well
1: too. Yeah, it, very similar themes overall, mm. and the boss theme just goes crazier with it. I wanna almost wanna retouch on this Team Star boss. Like those riffs that it has all throughout it are just are they're very tasty. They're delicious. <laughs> they they are delicious. <laughs> Absolutely. Um. And like I, I don't I don't I don't begrudge it not having a strong main melody because it's supposed oh, to be like God. chaotic. How have we not? Brought this up yet
0: the grunt battle theme is amazing the grunt battle the, the grunt battle the team Star grunt that that's what i was just talking about. i thought you were talking about the raids yeah no the grunt battle is oh maybe, no yeah <laughs> maybe better than the boss
1: theme <laughs> you think so I, it's I, more I structured which i could see you liking that better i oh yeah. god i think it's
0: the problem the only problem with it is that the battles are so short
1: and you can't so get short. to the good part actually I, I- wanted to bring something up in regards to the wild battle themes. Okay. Uh The baselines are going crazy in all of them. Really? Like, it, take a listen to the- especially in, like, south, but it, then in west, when it's fast, the- the baseline is also doing, like, a mile a minute. It's insane. Uh, <laughs> Like, please just take a listen to those, the, the Wild Battle themes, and, and, like, listen specifically for, like, the slap bass that uh, I want to see that bass in action. <laughs> Their hand is going to be bloody after they're done with it. Oh my god. It's beautiful. Uh, I, I, will. I wonder how much of that was, like,
0: live performance and how much of it was um, electronic.
1: MIDI? It yeah. sounds really good if it is an electronic bass. Like, mm-hmm. usually electronic basses have, like... A, almost a distinct sort of sound. So if yeah, this is l- less a MIDI, modern they've done day. a great like, job disguising it. Uh, electronic music has gone crazy in recent years. years. Yeah. That's true. Uh, yeah, a lot of this stuff is MIDI. I wanted to discuss mm-hmm. this as well. Like, uh, this That's soundtrack, it feels something like, like, something like this, they feel. could have, but they could have gone for a full orchestration, I think. Like, less prolific series have right Mm. Uh, it feels weird for them to have gone so heavily midi
0: well i mean i think uh, what i noticed and this might not be true is like the background instruments like orchestration and stuff like that or the orchestra a lot of it maybe wasn't real and some of it was midi a lot of the time when there's like a forefront instrument or something like like a rhythm guitar or uh, like a lead melody a lot of those are live recordings from the sound oh zone. you think so the the rhythm I so. guitar
1: i do buy because that's a really hard sound to replicate digitally so i'd say so
0: it, it sounds yeah. very realistic for sure if it's then done digitally, I, I, don't then, think, then props, I don't think i don't
1: think the saxophone in mesa gosa is is real well I i'm pretty sure that's that that's a video. <laughs> it, might be it makes me want to you, die you, you might be insulting a, a, a very i'm hoping yeah i'm hoping it's fake right <laughs> so that nobody gets offended <laughs> but i don't think it is real i think that's a midi and that's part of why it's so grating yeah anyway <laughs> i see i yeah i think they could have gotten away with a live orchestra here and it oh, might have sure. worked. not even necessarily a live orchestra well, it's a very uh, it's
0: a very orchestral soundtrack you know
1: yeah and yeah it, it it is also like in terms of general feel of the soundtrack it is it has a those three components i talked about earlier it's got the the uh Generic Pokemon style, Mm -hmm. which is maybe a harsh way to put it, but like I don't know the default trainer theme And the gym leader theme sort of falls into that. The gym leader Uh,
0: theme does not feel very generic to me, but I I do see Yeah,
1: maybe generic is the trainer theme in particular which like oh, yeah, yeah is super unimpressive I'm, I'm just gonna be honest like it's maybe the weakest generic there's, trainer theme of the whole a, there's series. There's a lot of
0: variety in the soundtrack here. There's a lot of, like, really, really good tracks, and then there's a lot of ones that are like, I don't remember this at all, and I listened to it yeah. two seconds ago.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, it's it's a lot of ups and downs, but the ups are really high up. Oh, I'm yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, some of my favorite like, Pokemon tracks in general are from this game, I'd
1: say. Yeah. One thing, like, is it just me, or are a lot of these tracks really busy? Like, busier than they yeah. have to be. And that's part of why I really like the walking variants mm-hmm. of each area theme is because, like, you get to strip down each of the songs to their core components, and then you really hear how good of compositions they are, right? You
0: know? Yeah. Uh, I, it never really made an impression on me on, like, how busy they were. I think some of them definitely are, especially some of the like... area themes. Um, and yeah. Maybe some of the
1: boss themes as well. A lot of the battle themes to me feel I'd like say the champion, they could use the champion and the
0: gym fights are are both pretty busy.
1: Yeah, the champion is very guilty of that in yeah. my mind. I feel like a lot of them could use more purposeful percussion, if that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. it sort of feels like they just want to go crazy with it to go crazy with it, right. and it's not supporting the melody. You know, maybe that's a bit a bit harsh. Uh, I don't know exact examples to show, but that's just a feeling I get.
0: Yeah, fair, fair enough. enough. Um, oh god, I was I. I think it's important to note with the champion theme it's very busy but um, it, it references
1: so much music <laughs> like, uh, it in, does it even it references it, like the it's, intro it, part that it references, references the original Pokemon theme yeah. is not my favorite no but
0: there's like team flair in there there's like random just like references from old tracks and because i remember watching <laughs> a video honest? one day of just like all 20 musical references in gita's theme i'm like why? That's that insane. might be why it sounds
1: so disjointed <laughs> that's yeah. what i'm saying
0: it's very busy and maybe for no reason
1: <laughs> yeah, that, uh, i'm gonna be honest all those references were part of why i thought that it was made by toby fox and i was like did he just like <laughs> want to make a billion pokemon references in one song uh knowing that it's not by him i have i have a lot more respect
0: <laughs> i remember at the, yeah. at the at the end of our mario galaxy episode you were like um
1: I got we, some words to say to Mr. Toby Fox. No, you, you said that yeah. they did
0: him dirty. I was wondering what you meant by I that. Thought I thought they did I think, him. I think I think I've debunked that.
1: Yeah, he has, he has redeemed himself. Okay. You're right. I'm sorry for the clickbait in the Galaxy episode after That's that. That's really
0: fun. Because I, I remember listening to that when I was editing, and I was like, what did he mean?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was a mystery. It was to set up next time. <laughs> yeah, it was just a cliffhanger that led nowhere. No, it, um, it had a payoff. It, uh, the payoff was Toby Fox has always been great, and we should never slander him. Yeah. So we're
0: at, like, an hour, um i wonder uh do you want to do you want to go for the segment of if you liked this game what should you listen
1: oh, to i mean do we have any closing thoughts on oh. uh, the scarlet and violet soundtrack first like we, we, we kind of
0: i get like kinda really broadly one. i think it's good it was a fine yeah, soundtrack uh, nothing too crazy you,
1: yeah nothing crazy i would probably put it personally on on like the lower half of pokemon soundtracks overall maybe um, but probably, like, you know, not at the very bottom. Well, it's, uh, that's
0: difficult because Pokemon music is incredible. It's, yeah, <laughs> most overall of Pokemon really music good. is very good. I'd say X and Y and, is maybe and, a little bit weak.
1: Yeah, X and Y is the one I'd probably have dead last. Spoilers, we probably shouldn't give our whole list until <laughs> we get to it. Uh, I really like the X and Y soundtrack even then. So even if I had put it on the bottom, it wouldn't be an indictment or anything. Yeah, but then it.
0: but even comparing the soundtrack to, like, Black and White or... or gold soul silver it's difficult to do that i feel yeah
1: it's not quite in that like the
0: precedent is just insane with pokemon music yeah it's it's and it kind of lives up to it to some when it does yeah and when it doesn't
1: it 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 doesn't it's
0: (laughs) i guess the one thing going for it is that it's not a clear like loser
1: when it comes to the pokemon music like it's it's good yeah it's fine i think so it's a pokemon soundtrack Uh, and it has some real bops so you know yeah what i'd say uh, the last thing i gotta say about the soundtrack is uh actually we can tie this into if you like this soundtrack uh you should listen to other songs uh in, in for me in particular this soundtrack really sounds a lot like uh kirby music in particular mm. uh especially games like the 3ds ones triple deluxe and planet robobot as well as uh return to dreamland for the wii and its port on the switch Interesting. it really evokes those feelings to me with the uh like the Every so often they, they throw the choir in there, but it's very sparse. Uh, the trumpet composition uh, and and the synths in the future past sort of styles, mm. that all evokes like a really strong Kirby feel. Yeah. And if you, if you like that sort of style, uh, definitely check those games out. Uh, Kirby in general is a... We'll probably go through some Kirby games at some point on here.
0: <laughs> yeah. So for me... Um... I often felt, especially with area, area Zero and stuff like that, there were definitely times when I was like, this doesn't feel Pokemon-like. The music doesn't sound Pokemon-like to me at all. Mm. Uh, it sounds almost like action RPG or something. To, to me, I because I don't want to compare it directly to Xenoblade, but I do want to say like, it almost sounds like a Xenoblade prototype in some ways for
1: for those like areas areas. like i think yeah yeah
0: i'd say that if you if something about the scarlet and violet soundtrack hit you in a different way that pokemon music hasn't before listen to xenoblade and see if you like it i think i think sure similar similar vibes similar direction i think if if the scarlet and violet soundtrack were left to cook for another year (laughs) you know (laughs) it might have hit something similar but
1: so, like some peaks that, that xenoblade can get yeah yeah and I'll, I'll say if you like the uh more traditional like traditional ish pokemon sounds uh that are in here that aren't quite as weird uh kirby is probably the place to go so mm. sick i think that sort of rounds it out yeah, yeah. all right all right Jack. that's it for uh pokemon scrub and violet yeah what,
0: what game have you been playing?
1: No, you know what? I went first last time. It's your <laughs> turn to go first. Okay. What what have you been playing or listening uh, to? Recently?
0: Well, I've been kind of back on my uh, Tears of the Kingdom bender, but um, oh. beyond that, I've been playing uh, Cassette Beasts, Ooh. which is cool. It's a little, it's a Pokemon-like slash Shin Megami Tensei-like game uh, where you collect monsters by recording them on a cassette tape. Ooh. and uh your move sets are based on stickers that you stick on your cassette tape and you can like <laughs> edit, you can edit them uh like certain, some monsters can only take certain moves but like you can like if you record a monster you can like grab all of its moves and peel the stickers off and use them for different monsters it's very cool i think it's great um it's like, mm, that I sounds think, like an interesting concept. I think what's an, in, the soundtrack like uh i well so far i'm kind of um uh left a bit disappointed by it just because um i think it sounds great um but i think that for a game that's so clearly based on like music and like based on like musical hmm. like imagery with like cassettes and stuff like that it could be done better they could do something more with it but also i've only played uh, through like a quarter of the game so it's like there's only so much i can get from that uh gotcha, they do this gotcha. cool thing where if you're in a town uh or at least if you're in like the main town um it's it's an example of uh, uh, vertical layering where if you're outside, uh, it's a different theme, and when you're indoors, there's like uh, vocals playing as well, like an actual like uh, sung song. It's like with lyrics and everything. I think it's great. I think it works really gotcha.
1: well. You know, there's another game that I can think of that has vertical layering in that sort of style, but maybe I'll save that for a little bit later, mm, for, a, for <laughs> uh, a future episode. Well, you'll we'll just have to find out. Yeah. Uh, what I've been playing lately uh, is a game called Omega Strikers. It's ah. sort of popped off a little lately, mm-hmm. uh, th- and the reason I want to bring it up is because the soundtrack is very, very interesting. It's very high energy because it's like a Mario Striker style air hockey sports game. That is also, like, uh, you know, in the League of Legends style, almost, like, with cooldowns and all that. And uh, the soundtrack varies from, like, uh, you know, Castlevania-style tunes to uh, anime openings. Uh, I don't know. uh, Very, very high energy all across the board. And uh, each character has their own theme, which uh, is very... Emblematic of them, you know, I'm not a huge fan of the aesthetic of the game or the the style in general I'll say it's not Mm. really my cup of tea But the music does a very good job of getting the energy across at least and that's what you want from a game like that Sure, yeah, I've been meaning to check it out. It looks kind of cool Don't know if it's It's entirely my vibe, but we'll see it's free at least So if you try it out and you don't like it you won't have lost anything. Is it out on switch? (laughs) Except your time Uh, Yeah, they did actually Mm. make a switch release just recently. So you're in luck. I, I may I may do that. We'll see all right. Yeah all right that's next the episode. time Ooh. on stages of sound uh, a game with the uh vertical layering i was just talking about um what do you not remember i don't remember what we put next what uh we put next time was gonna be hollow Knight. Hollow
0: Knight. okay i couldn't remember which order we put it in
1: okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah we've got a list but uh we uh, we've narrowed it down hollow Knight is gonna be next time an indie game that's very very dear to my heart yeah so yeah sweet i'm excited i love that soundtrack yeah ditto uh i know you don't have as much experience in that game as i do but we both have experience with the soundtrack so yes we'll have a lot to talk about yes yes yes. i'm
0: excited and you're excited too and you'll tune in next week listener
1: <laughs> yes
0: we know you thank you for being all, all
1: right <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all right listeners exit soundstage left
0: oh hold on um, can you do oh, that no, again no, there uh, was like a someone was like talking through my microphone <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat> all right listeners
1: exit soundstage left I thought it was stage right. So, the the shit. backstage doesn't change. All right, listeners, A- exit on stage right quickly. We don't have time. <laughs> Someone pulled the fire alarm. <laughs>